grow yourself and grow your marriage. Wait, we're on? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Chris and Jonna here with the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. Wow. <sighs> throwback. Throwback time. No, I said we weren't going to do that. No. Zero excuses. We like, took a planned no, no, no. sabbatical. That's what it yes, was. Yes, <laughs> it, it was a sabbatical. And here's the thing. We're not going to make excuses because we're so secure in those excuses that we don't even need to tell you. <laughs> How about that? Right. There you go. I mean, we probably can update. I mean, it's been a little bit since we've been on not here. Not much again. of an update. We still have five kids and <laughs> we're not they're pregnant. still really hard. We do not have any more babies. And just about every time we try to podcast, baby number five or four wakes up. So that's oh, that. Was that an excuse? No, that, no. That's the short of it. We're only 60 seconds into this. We already covered all the bases. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Guys, we have missed you. Truly, we really have. I can't tell you. Pretty much, probably not a day goes by that we're like, we need a podcast. We want to podcast. We miss podcasting. We should podcast about that. Hey, I have a podcast idea. Yes, and we pretty much tell each other all the time, like, we're not really podcasters anymore. We don't really have a podcast. (laughs) But that's not the right attitude. It's not. And I think that's held us back, and that's why we're you know we're just going to figure it out. Yes. So before we get into this, a couple rules will be broken. There's no cough button because we're still on the phone because there's too much resistance behind setting up the mic and all that stuff and dealing with the audio. <laughs> I'm going to sniff a lot because I've been sick all of April. I think you have allergies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there'll be coughing, hacking, pro- potentially baby interruptions, hopefully not. Uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing you should know is – the good news is we're giving a lot of you your wish because a lot of you have reached out to us and been like, we missed your show. We started over. So you know what? In the spirit of starting over, we're going to start over too. <laughs> well, what does that mean, Chris? You tell them. Okay. So there's been a topic on my mind a lot lately when it comes to <sighs> seriously, yeah. the growth world and it comes to our podcast i do i'm 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 not just being funny when i say i think about podcasting a lot and i miss podcasting and i miss you guys and stuff it's true this is something i still feel very called to do and i've thought a lot about our podcast as a whole recently and you know all the way back to episodes what number one oh yes all the way back to episode july 17th 2019 that's crazy that's almost three years ago from today that's exciting so back then it was only three years ago almost but we've changed a lot since then we've grown a lot since then which i mean that's kind of the whole point of the podcast so i I think that shouldn't be of a surprise but we've grown a lot in three years um literally obviously because it's funny we're sitting here looking at our show notes from episode one and talks about how we're crazy with three kids and so now we're you know crazy with five kids exactly but um what did i what am i saying oh why we're starting over yeah because we've changed and while we think these topics that we went through and started in july 2019 were good there's things that we don't necessarily feel the same about anymore or we don't place on as high of a standard or a what were the pillar right right 
yeah the three the three pillars we had yeah so it's not that we're going to discredit all the things that we said three years ago but we're willing to go back and look through the things that we said as you know somewhat authorities in the space that you may listen to and make sure that the right message was given because and i've been real about this before when we very first started out our podcast we started very personal growth heavy with maybe a little bit of christian undertone like maybe we hinted that we love jesus but we weren't definitely weren't coming at you with any kinds of biblical backing of anything and i remember specifically feeling like i wanted to keep it that way because i was under the impression and even i would say i was deceived to think that we didn't want to be too jesusy or too christiany because i didn't want to turn people off but i don't agree with that jonna anymore it's true it's true. So John was about to Bible thump all over this. I didn't say that. Episode. No. Bible thump. Okay. So I don't even have my Bible down here. Chris. Well, okay. So to get into this a little bit, guys, we're not going to go through every episode. However, we are going to cherry pick throughout the episodes that we've had in the past because, I mean, let's be real. It's kind of easier content for us to come up with right now <laughs> and <laughs> super, super relevant to our all of our lives. So... With that being said, we're actually going to read a blurb of our show notes from episode number one uh, and kind of start to break that down and maybe just go some rapid-fired question back and forth. Cool? Cool. All right. So our mission to help you grow was episode number one, July 17th, 2019. Okay? So basically, we are just like, hey, guys, it's about the self-development tools, and we're going to help you break these tools down and manage them into bite-sized chunks, and it's going to be so conducive uh, to your crazy life and the crazy season you're living because we get it and we've done it and blah, blah, blah. So I mean, that all sounds good on the it, surface, right? It does sound good, but the fact of the matter is, and you said it best, like, what a vanilla, totally mm-hmm. average – Every message that you could find on any podcast. other personal growth podcast. Yeah. So, as we kind of sift through w- the topics we covered in this first episode, something that we really pushed into was, look, our our relationship improved due to personal development, you know, growing ourselves to grow our marriage, which, look, that's half true, right? So, growing yourself, focusing on you and your reactions and and that's, understanding that you can only control yourself. Yeah, those things are still true. Yes. However, the pillars, the pillars of our show were filling up your cup first, spouse over everybody, including the kids, and thriving through every season that life throws at you. So we're going to go some rapid-fired questions surrounding those. So, Jana, do you have a question for me first, or do you want me to? Shoot nope, you. Nope, you're the rapid okay. fire guy. Rapid fire. So filling up your cup first, okay? Do you believe that this should still be a pillar on the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast? Well, it depends on what you're putting in your cup, I think. Okay. I feel like filling up my cup with self-love and pampering and working out and all those things, those types of things are good they're fine in and of themselves but i have learned that 
if I'm not filling up my cup per se. Per se? That's not right. I don't think that's what you I'm saying. You say what you want. With the word, with the Bible, with God, then it doesn't really matter because all of that stuff's super shallow and superficial and doesn't actually change hearts. The only thing that actually is going to fill you up and actually change you is not the next personal development book, but it's the Bible. Okay. And a relationship with God. Okay, so it's a relationship with God and it's the Bible. So so the pillar shouldn't be fill up your cup first <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to not to cough <laughs> first. Pillar shouldn't be fill up your cup first with all the things that are totally unoffensive right it's like right. hey go work Self-care. out i'm not offended by that hey go pamper yourself yeah, i'm not offended by, that. offended by that right there is that you know body image self-positivity stuff okay but basically we're 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 saying that filling up your cup first with an aggressive message of hey either you are the god of your life or god is the god of your life Right. So if you're filling up your cup, what are you filling up your cup with is good what you said. And that is that we believe, right? And the evidence has shown in raising our kids and living the very stressful, crazy life that we live is that filling up our cup and outsourcing what we think and saying like, hey, God, you created us, right? You, you literally could count the hairs on my head. And the intelligent design of your work created this wonderful, order-filled world. And so I'm going to seek you and what your word says to fill up my cup. What say you? What say you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. I, so I think what we said wasn't wrong. It's important to take care of yourself. It's important to fill your cup, but not above all everything else if... Your cups filled with shallow things that can be taken away. Right, because we always said, look, fill up your cup first because you can't pour from an empty cup. Well, what's going to keep your cup full? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be, you know, you having a physically fit body? Hey, look, that helps. It gives you energy. There's no doubt that that is real, okay? You all know I'm a proponent of that. Yes, that's good. Is it? Is it? Um, you know, taking care of yourself uh, emotionally. Yeah, absolutely. That stuff is super important. Obviously, we could go and say some of the things that we have control of, take control of, and that's good. Those are those are good gifts that we should take advantage of. But what we're getting at, and again, aggressive, offensive message is that the evidence has proven for us is that filling up our cup with the word of God and studying and understanding who God is and what he wants from us in our lives is keeping our cups full. Mm -hmm. And when our cups feel like they're emptying up, we know what to fill it back up with. Well, and it almost always, almost always, we can trace it back to, am I spending enough time with God? Am I really, have I been getting up and getting in the word lately? Like all those other things could be going right but that almost always is a common denominator if we're at odds with each other or struggling with something with ourselves. So, yeah, and I mean, I wouldn't put that first now as our number one pillar and our number one key to a successful growing marriage either. 
Yeah. And I know if you listen to this, maybe you're not a believer and you're like, guys, I, that's so weird. And like everybody just pulls the God card and says, okay, you know, God will give me all the answers. But I think what is really important is that there's a fundamental difference between saying like, hey, I believe in God and yeah, I'm a theist. I, you know, I believe that God exists and this probably all didn't just come together. And then actually knowing why everything exists, what everything exists for, and who to look to for your answers. And I think that's the fundamental difference in saying like, hey, yeah, I I have a faith or I'm religious, air quotes. Like, no. I believe there's a God or I believe there's a higher being. Or right, whatever. right, right. So we're not talking about the God of ourself and we're not and we're not talking about yeah the new age the new age um, universe and highest sense of enlightenment all that crap is the god of me and the god of you and that god is weak and that god is a failure <laughs> i mean i think we're seeing that play out yeah pretty pretty heavily right now in the world and the craziness that's going on in the absolute crazy amount of narcissistic selfish humans in the world that i would guarantee you probably aren't filling their cups with jesus and I, you know i know i feel like to the person that you were just talking about like guys this sounds weird and it's like if you are a christian i understand that it, it does probably sound weird but i think i would just ask you to look at us and think okay Christians are increasingly becoming very unpopular, very unpopular. Like, it's like um, I'm reading a book right now and there's this weird girl at school. And this other girl comes to sit by her. And she's like, you know what? It's social su- suicide if you sit with me. You know what I mean? You're, you're, def- you're definitely saying, hey, I'm weird. I'm not like you guys and I'm going to offend you or whatever. And I feel like that's kind of like what we would what we are maybe doing in some people's eyes to have a podcast, have this kind of platform and go all in on something that right now is becoming so offensive and so anti mainstream. And so it's like, I guess I would just challenge you if you are listening to us and you think that what do you think our motives are? If we know this, do you know what I mean? Like if we're saying, what you think it might be so offensive or, or weird or whatever we're saying has literally help me out here has literally i mean it's changed obviously our lives and our marriage and of we're course saying that's way more important than what we were first talking to you guys about yeah you know yeah so so you're so you're basically saying like, examine our motives yeah. why would we try to be so weird why and would, so yeah. against the why grain would we go on here when and commit we really suicide? have nothing to gain in doing that culturally yeah and that's a good point because i think you know if we're kind of diving into a little bit of detail here i think oftentimes people are like yeah christianity doesn't make sense it 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 really doesn't make sense it's it you know no one else has resurrected uh why why am i supposed to believe that jesus died and resurrected and and you know, his promises are true. Well, I think something that always gets me and just turns that screw in my head, and maybe it will for you, is is that 
you have to remember that there were 11 apostles outside of Judas that 10 of them, I believe, died just to spread the message of Jesus dying and resurrecting and the gospel news, right? The actual gospel, the good news of Jesus and his saving us from our sins. People don't die for a lie, right? Politicians will lie and lie and lie and lie and lie. But then when, when the ultimate thing's on the line, which is their life, they'll break. They'll tell the truth. People don't die for a lie. If it was all a big lie and a big fluke, do we really think these people would have sacrificed their lives for it? I mean, just a little seed to plant and think about. Um, and there's a lot more where that came from, obviously. Yeah, I was say, that is a whole topic. That is a whole topic. And a I mean, people whole are different still topic. dying for it 2,000 years later. Correct. Which is also, again, examine the motives. Why? Yeah. And also, um, a great book, if you're, if you're interested in this line of thinking, a great book I just got finished reading by J. Warner Wallace is called Person of Interest. And it's essentially, where, it's essentially a, a former homicide detective who was an atheist through and through. And he discovered that, you know, Jesus was real and Christianity was true. And then he wrote a book called Cold Case Christianity, which was amazing and kind of and kind of uncovering him from being an atheist to becoming a Christian. And then he just wrote another book called Person of Interest, where he actually takes his homicide skills and compares it to a homicide and breaks down the evidence of Jesus is the son of God and Jesus mattered through all of history and he breaks down how he mattered in music and in art and, and not just among religious people exactly and all through history and how important he is and how much he matters to all religions and like how nobody discounts him and so it's just very interesting if you're interested in that line of thinking you can do a lot of study on that and understanding like wow it's actually like there's so much overwhelming evidence it's unbelievable but I think oftentimes people just don't want to look into it uh, for a myriad of different reasons. But anyway, filling up your cup first has changed dramatically for us because filling up our cups with the things that we had control over, like I said, just didn't keep our cups full like it has for us to literally turn our lives over to God and be in his word and try to gain his wisdom and his understanding um and which i would still say we were doing that some back then obviously we were still some. we are not new christians or new believers or anything so we were still doing that with this um but we were very easily just telling people yeah self-care fill your cup not necessarily saying right here's what you should be filling it with so right okay pillar two Spouse over everybody. That's still a thing. That's definitely still a thing. Yeah. Nothing's changed about that except for I would just say we should have said God, then spouse, then kids, then everybody else. Yeah, well, I think I think this speaks to a topic that we've covered a lot on the podcast various times. And it is that we don't find our hope in things that can be taken away from us. So if it's spouse over everybody in terms of what I find my hope in and I lose Jana, I'm lost. I'm a lost man. Mm -hmm. If it is spouse of everybody and she loses me, then she's a lost woman. 
well and so that's why yes spouse should still come over everybody here physically on earth but we should should shall we should shall not shall not should not put our hope in our spouse to be our savior to be our everything to be our other half or whatever that looks like like i mean i think we are one so i don't think your mother half but yeah i mean so spouse ever everybody physically but not who our hope is in our whole identity exactly our identity is not wrapped up in our spouse um but you know the kids still know like mommy and daddy it is mommy and daddy and they love each other and what they say goes and they will not undermine each other and they do agree with each other uh and you're not gonna pit them against each other that is huge for us because we've seen tons of examples of what not to do and we've seen how that's panned out and i also think it's really easy to um to idolize our kids right to Mm. to look into um our kids lives and live vicariously through them or idolize them and forget about our spouse and it's a boundary that we've created to be like, nope, our kids know that mom and dad go on without them after they move out and their team. Well, and to go off, if you're putting your hope, if you have gone into marriage, putting your hope into your spouse being your happily ever after and, and your identity and all this stuff, <laughs> excuse me, and then they don't fit that because they won't because they're not meant to fill that truly only god is meant supposed to fill that then that's why i think oftentimes people do go into idolizing their children because they're seeking out that unconditional love that filling that that they expected their spouse to fill because we were told happily ever after you know what i mean yeah and so that's i feel like that's a big reason why <laughs> well, yeah it's it's missed expectations because you're counting on somebody to fulfill you and they're just as big of a wreck as you are. Yeah, we're just two imperfect human beings coming together. How could we possibly meet all of each other's needs and hopes and wants and dreams and feelings yeah. and yada yada? Yeah, we're not we're not going to. Um not to mention how different men and women think because, you know, yes. men and women are different. Absolutely. Um so yeah, I think I think we still are in alignment with that one. It's just, again, our hope is not in our spouse. Our hope is not in our kids. Um, and here on earth, like, yes, we are still a team. It is still spouse over kids and spouse over everybody. So not a bad pillar. Um, couple changes. Ooh, sorry. Couple sneezing on air. I know. I thought you were the one with allergies. I know. Um, okay. Number three. All right, Chris. <coughs> Jeez. Thrive through every season life throws at you. Have we... That's a funny one, man. ...been thriving through no. every season life no, has thrown at us? No, and look... And define thrive. Okay, yeah. So first off, it's... What did we think? It's really easy for us to just be like, yep, think positive and thrive through every season. Find a way to find the positive, okay? I think now I'm probably on the opposite end of the spectrum of like... <laughs> Pessimistic. I wouldn't say pessimistic, but I think just through life experience and knowing it's not a matter of willpower, I think that, I mean, there's a real theology of suffering. You know what I mean? Like, even the Bible talks about, like, you're not going to go through this life unscathed. 
And so at the end of the day, how can we expect to thrive through every season life throws at us if we know God's in control? He's not just going to give us like this supreme prosperity where we go through nothing. Um, the Bible also talks about all the time, like in, in James, it talks about like consider a joy when you go through trials because your faith is being tested and your endurance is increasing. And it's so true. Like the reason we've grown is because we've gone through crap. We've gone through so much and we, and we know who to depend on, depend on. <laughs> we know who to depend on. And so I do not believe you can thrive through every season life throws at you. I would nix that. Define thrive. Right. I. What is thriving truly? Because, I mean, I would say, I just, I need a definition for it now. I, I, I want to know what 2019 John and Chris identifies as thriving. Because fun fact, we we're going to go on a pretty big podcast to talk about thriving through every season. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. And we just never ended up scheduling it. And now super interesting. I see why we never did because it just would not have made sense. We are not in alignment at all with that show, but also grow or develop vigorously. Yeah, no, I will tell you, um, Lucan, our fifth baby is six months old as of just a couple days ago. And the first couple months of his life, there was no vigorous growing in this no. house. There was just straight up survival mode yes. to the fullest. <laughs> we moved. Y'all know the story. We moved <laughs> right when we had the baby, my fifth C-section. We moved to a bigger house. We decided to host the holidays. Like, we're crazy. So there, I, there was not much thriving going on those first couple of months. Those were really really hard survival months now was there joy I, I don't i wouldn't say thriving it if you're not thriving like you know what i mean i think you can have joy without necessarily thriving there was joy still there was there's still love and happiness in our family even during those down times but shoot there was not thriving there was no growing there was no growing and i think we got to be careful here because we don't want to give our an excuse like well chris and john said i didn't have to thrive through every season so i'm just gonna chill it's not that it's just a matter of like sometimes life throws you so much that yes you have the best of intentions to grow and develop but i think the growth comes afterwards it's kind of like you grow if you plant a seed and you water it it's not going to grow that day right the water has to get down into the soil and actually get to the root and the real work happens underground. And so I think that when we, when we talk about thriving through every season of life, I think our growth moments happen based on like the failures we had. My brother says it all the time and I don't know that he coined this, but I hadn't heard it before. Failure, like nothing is a failure unless you fail to learn from it, right? So. No, he didn't coin it. He, he probably didn't coin it, but that, yeah. he has said it a lot and he, he says it a lot in our business and I just, it's so true. So I look back at some of the things we were going through from a chaotic perspective and could I have led better to help us grow and develop better? Yeah, I could have done some things, but you know what? It's taught me more having made those mistakes and seeing what I could have done than doing it in the moment um and that sounds ridiculous but it's just a truth sometimes life just really kicks your butt um and i'm not saying sit in it 
because I have gone through a phase of being like, I'm miserable. Like maybe we should just sit in this um, and remember how hard it was. But I just definitely don't think you're going to thrive, grow, and develop vigorously through every season. I think it just goes back to the conversation you and I were having earlier about just trying to do everything at once. It's just not possible. We do have to allow ourselves to go through different seasons and expect different seasons in every facet. Your marriage isn't always going to be hot. It isn't always going to be in a, you know, if you're in a down season, hopefully it's not always going to be there if you're willing to, you know give it to God and work at it, whatever. But just like even even your relationship with God, if you're a Christian, you know, if you've been a Christian for any amount of time, it's not always the same. You're not always on fire for God. You don't always want to get up in the morning, get in the word. And then there's seasons you do. So I think that's something we do have to recognize that, yes, we don't sit in it and we don't just accept that we're not thriving. You make a game plan to grow through it and learn the lessons you're learning and move on here. But don't mm-hmm. put the pressure on yourself to think you have to be thriving through even those really freaking tough seasons. Because mm-hmm. we we literally, I remember looking at each other like, we actually can't do anything besides survive <laughs> right now. Like, if everybody's <laughs> alive at the end of the day, like, we did it. It was just so 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 hard (laughs) it's still hard i'm not gonna lie like there's still still plenty of days where i'm like ugh, i'm overwhelmed i don't i can't so we're podcasting every eight weeks i mean i know no 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 excuses not right now no we're trying podcasting right now in this very moment but (laughs) but yeah it has just been absolutely crazy so this is interesting filling up your cup first spouse over everybody including the kids and thrive through every season of life was our pillars i think i'm developing new pillars i was wondering i was so, thinking that i'm like if we come into this episode yeah. and we say these were our pillars we probably so, need to give them new pillars I, w- I wish i could say like i wrote this down and i was all ready for this big reveal but mm-hmm. it just hit me so just live with it okay <laughs> truthfully and i will say this with great confidence number one is surrendering your life to jesus period point blank that is it that covers filling up your cup first because you know where to fill your cup number two is honestly not spouse over kids number two is finding your hope in eternal things right and let me explain that one a little bit deeper because it almost bleeds into into number three. And maybe that turns into number three because essentially finding your hope in, etern- in eternal things helps you get through the hard times. So, so maybe that is number three, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe number three is finding your hope in, in eternal things uh, because you can recognize like, okay, let's just go back to the COVID craziness right so we're all in very uncertain times you know we're all some people are still so you're talking like when it first happened when it first happened yeah so when it first happened it's super uncertain no one knows what's happening it's chaos they shut down the country you know everybody's running around with their heads cut off no one knows if a food shortage is coming we run out of toilet paper like all of this stuff happens right and you know there's a death ticker on the news. Like there's so much dramatic stuff happening. And it would be so easy for us to just be like, oh my goodness, this is a complete disaster. 
But what me and Jonna were able to hold on to as a couple was the hope for eternity. Our hope was not in our home. Our hope was not in our health. Our hope was not in our finances, my career, our kids, none of the cultural things that we all strive for, the American dream, right? That was not where our hope was. And so we did have a peace, right? It, it, it was stressful, times were, but we were able to get through that season, I think, because our peace was in like, I, I remember, I'm gonna be super vulnerable with you guys. I remember sitting on the couch, staring at the fire in our old house when they shut down the country. And I'm sitting there having a conversation with John. And I'm like, I don't know how bad this is going to get because um, I'm not trying to be a fatalist here. But this just seems really, really scary. We both felt really off. Very off. We're like, this is big. This is not – this is life-changing. Yeah. And you could hear this and laugh and be like, oh, whatever because you, know, you knew what happened. But whatever. Buzz off. Truth buzz is – Buzz off. right? <laughs> but the truth is I had like this pit in my stomach like, man – like, what if this ended up being something where, you know, this was this was going to cause issues and, you know, really impact our freedoms to the point of like, you know, we lose our homes or, you know, uh, kind of like the Nazi concentration camp thing, you know, where they actually took people from their homes and everything. And I, I know that's a long way, right, from where we're at at this very moment. In America, right? Okay. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is I sat there and I thought that and I just looked at John and I was like, but you know what, babe? Like we have a hope that absolutely no human on earth can take from us. Like the Bible literally says like to to live is Christ, to die is gain. And people are like, what? What does that mean? <laughs> to live is Christ, to die is gain is very simple when you are a Christian. It is if I'm taken from this world, like my hope is I – live in eternity with Jesus and it's over. I find rest. You know what I mean? If I'm here on this earth for such a time as this to go through this craziness, then, you know, God's going to do what God's going to do, but he has me here as long as he wants me here. And so I have trust in whatever is happening, but that's where we were finding our hope um, is in eternal things, even in the darkest circumstances. So everybody went through dark circumstances during that time. Yes. But I will say, I mean, our feet were definitely held to the fire to know if that was true with all the things that were going on with, you know, yeah. the job and the house and the things that we've talked about on here before. And we've talked about this before. We mm-hmm. were closer than we'd ever been to each mm-hmm. other, to God. We were happy. We didn't, like, what was that episode? Down to nothing, but still looking up. Yeah. I have no idea what number that is. I but think it was like 30-something. It was like 33, 34, something like that. I can't remember. But, but yeah, so that's just the point. And just to kind of echo what you said, two things. One is something our pastor said that I really, really resonated with me was that if you are in Christ, if you are a Christian right now, this world is as bad as it gets. Right here is as bad as it gets. Like, that's that's a good thing, right? Living in America, it is, yeah. Well, I'm saying this is as bad as it gets. But if you are not in Christ, if you are not a Christian, that this is as good as it gets, and that's got to be a little bit of a little bit of terrifying. Because I think we would all agree there's plenty of things that are happening in the world right now that we would like to see not happening, sure. even if we're not physically suffering right here. Like you know, we're we're doing okay right now. I would say we're living a pretty good life over here right yeah. now. Yeah. But 
there's still plenty in this world that I would, that I'm happy that it's is the worst it gets. Anyways. Yeah. And also when you were talking about, uh, having that eternal mindset, it really does help shift your hope and your perspective because when you look at, and this is what we kept talking about that time too, when you look at your life on the blip of eternity or a moment in your life, even smaller on the blip of eternity, even no matter how painful or hard it is at that time, it's just, I mean, it's just going to be, it's going to be nothing in the grand scheme of eternity. It just isn't. Right. And that's not to minimize the pain and the hardships we have here because trust me, there's things that I don't want to go through for five minutes. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I remember when I was really sick and I was like, I am not good at suffering. I am not a joyful person <laughs> when I'm suffering. This is not good. And, yeah. you know, that was just sickness. You so. had like a crazy infection that was causing like massive migraines like unbearable it was um, crazy i was nine months pregnant i had a massive sinus infection and covid and we were moving and yeah, i was, was about brutal. to have a baby it was i've never been that oh, it, it was, was anyways it was brutal yeah so yeah you're you are spot on so to recap those because i missed so my pillars I went from one to three, so you'll have to yes, fill in two or two. affirm two. So number one is full surrender to Jesus. And that yes. is, I'm telling you, if you literally, like, and that is not going to be something we grow out of, okay? And you cannot grow. You really, truly can only take your own growth so far without him because you have to have a heart change to truly be able to selflessly love your spouse the way that is actually we're actually called to yeah have a marriage you you can't do that you can't there's too much pride there's not enough um i'm losing my train of thought it's 10 o'clock well there's not enough of emptying ourselves that's what i mean like there's not enough of ability especially in today's culture to be able to be humble and pour yourself out for another person without a real heart configuration and only we believe only god can do that so yeah definitely and I know someone's probably like, well, it's so arrogant for you to think it's just Jesus. Like, you know, I believe in this or I believe in that. And I get it. But I think my response to that, if we were sitting at a table having dinner, would be that this might come off crazy, but especially to Christians, like there's a chance we could be wrong, right? Like, whoa, whoa, you can't say that, right? There's a chance you could be wrong and there's a chance we could be wrong. But the way we discover truth is via evidence, right? Evidence mounts and creates a conclusion. Now, there is so much evidence for the truth of Christianity, not only in historical data and Christianity and how, and how um, like the theology, but also in our lives. There's so much evidence in our lives that this is the conclusion that we've come to and we believe with everything in us, and that's why we're being bold about it, uh, we believe in every, with everything in us that this is the truth. So that is – if you think we're being arrogant, I, I'm sorry. This is, this is the truth and this is the conclusion we've come to. So full surrender to Jesus. I'm telling you that's not something we will grow out of. That is absolutely positively – like it is what we would tell our children. It is what we would tell anybody if they had us one-on-one -on -one advice. How do you grow your marriage? Full surrender to Jesus. There's just no way 
to do it without full surrender to Jesus. Number two is spouse over everybody, including the kids. Um, I mean, we could affirm that, right? Um, I think from a like living in communion with your spouse, like a functional relationship. Um, yeah, it's incredibly important, and I feel like it is a lost, a I lost do. art. I do will. feel like it needs some kind of tweaking there, though, because it almost gives off this vibe. And I think we actually were guilty of sometimes falling into that vibe because of just deception and the personal growth in the um, you do you world of feeling like the kids, you know, they just, it's us. And then, yeah, the kids are just here. And I know we described mm-hmm. that before and that's not true. And I feel like God's really put it on our heart more than ever over the past two years to see our kids the way that he sees them and yes you and i it's still me and you but that doesn't exclude the kids it's how do we i think our another pillar is shaping our kids and i don't know the exact words here because we're doing this spitfire like you wanted to do (laughs) but it's shaping our kids and molding them and teaching them and seeing them the way god sees them not as burdens not as a distraction from more important things not as Mm -hmm. um little tiny robots that we're just supposed to you know forced to, to do what we want until they're 18 and then we get rid of them like that's how the world i feel like really looks at mm-hmm. children and gosh even worse we could take that a whole different direction right kids are not valued in today's world at all they're not seen as gifts from god and, and god says they are throughout the entire bible children are important to jesus yeah. and they are considered gifts. And so I worry that as we talk about the ways that we've grown and changed over the years that we did, and you can probably hear in our tone in those first however many episodes, start to fall into that toxic, Alabasta calls it the toxic toxic mommy culture mm-hmm. of complaining about your kids and, and being so, acting like actual victims because your kids don't let you do anything. Now, does that mean that we cannot vent or express the frustrations about how hard parenthood is no there should be no shame on that conversation i'm not saying that but then this is a whole podcast in itself i think um this topic is but there's such a desire to put down children in parenthood and well they're a cultural inconvenience they're inconvenient yes they're they're to be discarded when they're inconvenient as many would say and so I want to make sure that the tone of our message when we say spouse over kids could be, be maybe be shift to say to not be the whole pillar. Like it needs to be something to do with like we are raising children. Well, so to, you have to remember that this is advice for somebody. So these are the three right. pillars of our show to say like how are you going to grow your marriage? Number one is right, right, your, your right, full surrender true. to Jesus. Number two I think I think you're onto something, and I think I can pull it together for us. And I think it's, I think it's um, stewarding God's good gifts, mm, whatever that, that means yeah. to you, right? Yeah. So if you don't have kids, then husband, you are stewarding your wife as God's gift to you, yeah. right? And wife, you are stewarding your husband uh, as God's good gift to you, and you are serving him the way you serve him, and he is serving. 
you the way he needs to serve you and loving you the way mm -hmm. that Christ calls him to love you and vice versa, right? So yeah. all that stuff is laid out there in the book for you, mm -hmm. right? So it's full surrender to Jesus. It is stewarding God's good gifts. Um, and I think that has a lot of different meanings. We think. Yeah. You no. like it? Yep. We I did, like that. We did it on the spot. <laughs> Stewarding God's. I know you guys get to just be right here with us. I know. Like, why do a planning session? We can just do it with you. Right. We'll just do it with you. And you guys are like, oh, can, so this is how they come up with stuff. We can miss a step here. <laughs> I remember we, uh, I forget who it was. Somebody asked us, how do you guys come up with content? And we were just like, I mean, there's content all around us, but it's actually kind of funny because you're, you're seeing it. <laughs> it's just <Yeah>. discussion. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it depends. Obviously, we've right. we've gone through seasons of intense planning and stuff, but yeah. Lately, so there you go. There's <laughs> two the pillars, stewarding, and the third stewarding God's good gifts. I like that because, and I feel like this ties in to what you were saying earlier too about just realizing that nobody said that. I mean, even the entire Bible is littered with telling us that we will have suffering here on this earth. Yes, and. I don't want to say this is suffering necessarily, but uh, I don't know. This isn't a pillar. I think I'm just going off on a tangent, but I'll stay. Anyways, I was just thinking about talking to a newly married couple and just realizing something that really released me from the stress of thinking I'm trying to just do this all is just understanding that yeah. marriage and kids maybe aren't just made to make you happy. Like the world tells you, like, ha like I said earlier, happily ever after. Maybe. What it actually is, is a process of sanctifying you and refining you to be more like Jesus by learning to love selflessly and lay your life down for your family and <clears throat> persevere through all the hard stuff because it's so much more than just wiping butts and making meals. Like our kids' souls are in our hand not in our hands because we're not god but you know what i mean like we're supposed to, like i mean we're we're the ones that have been tasked to, to raise them and, them raise them. and yes. point them to him yes yeah. yes yes yeah there so there you go um and the third pillar do we have to have three pillars? that we plan yeah it's it's hope in eternal things oh yeah that is how you thrive if you will through yeah, each season of absolutely. life is you may not be vigorously growing and developing when you're suffering because who could right during suffering but i think that if your hope is where it needs to be and it's in the right place then any suffering comes your way and you still have the hope that no one and no suffering can take away from you amen Sir, you came here to preach on like a Spitfire episode. Mm. All right, man. So there it is. So essentially, we started this episode saying we were going to go through and wreck our podcast. <laughs> here you go. You went from three vanilla average pillars to three pillars that really I... will I, change your marriage. There is no way that full surrender to Jesus, stewarding God's good gifts in your children and your spouse... And your hope being in eternal things and reminding yourself of that all the time is not going to dramatically improve your marriage. Truth. Grow your marriage. Why did I say improve? What's wrong with me? <laughs> grow your marriage and your life. Grow yourself. It'll grow yourself, your life. You know what I'm trying to say. Because <laughs> you're getting fine. tired. Yeah, I'm getting tired. Let's <laughs> just rough. 
I'm not going to try to sound smart. <laughs> like, wait, I just want I just want to say one more, one more thing. One more intellectually like sound thing. You get thing. the trophy for the what are you talking really about? smart this episode. Oh, my gosh. So I just wanted to get one last ringer, like a, <laughs> like a hook in there. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. No, babe, it's, it's okay. You're the one that uh, has to deal with the crying baby at night. That's so. true. It's true. Sleep deprivation really does some things. That's to a the real brain. thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's for those of you listening. It's a part of our patriarchal household. Um, <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> see, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. So <laughs> there you go, guys. I think that's our conclusion. Our conclusion is. We had three pillars that just were not going to do it for you. and uh, It would only take you so far. These are your three new pillars for the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. I bet you podcast. remember these better because remember we really struggled we, to remember we did. pillars. You know what? That's a great point. That's why we forgot them so many times. We used to joke all the time like, what are our pillars? Obviously, that's why. A- ask me our pillars next episode. I'll have nothing in front of me. I, I got you. I'm going to do it. All right. Hopefully our next episode is not in a month. Let's wrap it up. Hey, guys, by the way, I know we haven't been on here in a while, but it would be awesome <laughs> if you guys reviewed us. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to do that. You're going there. <laughs> Listen, we've been growing still, which is dumb. <laughs> like, that doesn't even make sense. I've literally looked and been like, oh, okay, I guess we've grown, which is crazy. So, again, I don't know if people are just really enjoying like the low frequency of podcasts or what, <laughs> but... If you would be a gem and go over to Apple Podcasts and review us, review the show, let us know what you think about the show, um, and share it with somebody, that would be amazing. However, if you have something bad to say, we'll just take an email. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. So, actually, one person wrecked our star rating. And if you're listening, you could have just you know, told us because the unwritten rule of reviews are if you don't have a five-star review to leave, don't – it's it's like your mother saying if you don't have nothing nice to say don't say nothing at all right nothing, <laughs> nothing. so if it's not a five-star review you can just send us a message <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> i have a coffee attack <laughs> mm, that's a good yeah timing. so there you go all right we did it in under an hour you got anything else to say nope <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. If this message brought you. I just said that. I literally. I know, and you just said to review, so why did you point to me? Just just extra. Thanks so much for listening to the Grow Yourself, (laughs) Grow Your Marriage podcast. Good night. (laughs) Take care.